0: Welcome to Small Town Big Business, the podcast about doing big business in a small town. I'm Jennifer Olson, Director of Business Development for the City of Marion.
1: And I'm Russell Williams, I'm Director of Ethos. We're a small business incubator, co working spaces, training and development center here in downtown Marion. we work here at the Citadel building on Tower Square Plaza. And we want to thank our sponsors for supporting small town big business. Thank you to Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond, Harley Davidson, and RV the Fowler Heating and Cooling Company, Swinford Media Group, Watermark Auto Group Foundation, and thank you to Union Street Arts.
0: Wonderful. And you, the viewer, the listener, can find us on all of your favorite podcast apps, whether that's Spotify, Podbean, Apple, we're on all of them. And if you want to see us, not just hear us, you can find us on YouTube. So here we go in the beautiful city of Marion uh, with our special guest today, here at the podcast. We are always looking for innovators, founders, people who are doing the hustle day to day. And a good example of that today is Miss Jill
2: Lewis. Thank you so much.
1: Hey, Jill. Thanks for joining us. Hey,
2: I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah.
1: You've been on our list for a little while wanting to get you on a podcast. Yes. And you're probably one of the few guests that actually does a podcast also.
2: That is correct. Right? I do. Most,
1: most say, not first time.
2: Yes. Uh, you know, shameless plug, it's called Pep Talk and Pickleball because my nickname in my family, my dad nicknamed me, my dad, Bo Brummel, he used to be a you know, business guy in Marion and he named me Pep from the get go. That was my okay. name. When I was baby on, my whole family calls me Pep. And so uh, Pickleball because I am obsessed with the game of pickleball.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> We're going to talk about that today, too. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background and where you come from and how you you got into what you're doing now.
2: Sure. Well, my parents moved us here when I was in the fourth grade. So back in 1983 and went to Marion schools, Longfellow, Marion Junior High Mm -hmm. and Marion High School. Then I left, went away to college and lo and behold, fell in love with a Franklin County boy and um, ended up moving to Chicago for a short bit, then moved back to Marion, got married, made that Franklin County boy a Williamson County boy. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, yeah, we raised three kids here and now they're all grown and flown and we're empty nesters.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
2: So during that time while we had kids at home, my role was pretty much mom and wife. I did try to dabble into uh, marketing jobs. I did a lot of just various jobs through the years. I even owned my own business for a short while. But in our family, it was just the kids liked it when mom was home, and I always felt the pull both directions. I laugh and say, you know, you raise your daughters to, okay, go be your college prep, and then you're in college. Is your career driven? And then you get married, and you have kids, and you're, it's this weird life of, like, I don't know which, which role I, I need to be playing, but I want to do both, and trying to navigate that and figure that out was difficult. So um All during that, I was a group fitness instructor, just part-time for fun. I was really into fitness. I'm a natural performer. I don't know why, but that's just who (laughs) I am. I was on my college dance team, and uh, I loved doing that. And leading these classes was a lot of fun, but it was just a hobby. And then when I was in my early 40s, I found this company, The Faster Way to Fat Loss, and I realized that was an opportunity with me to incorporate my marketing background and my fitness background. And so I became a certified coach, and that was in 2019. I ran my first round of the Faster Way and been doing it ever since.
1: I didn't know you'd been doing it that long. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: So um, you spoke a little bit about the – the big picture evolution so tell us how your business
2: has changed since you started so when i started this it was pre-pandemic and um, i had a lot of in-person events i was doing things with my clients that i saw at the gym we would do live leg day events those women were so supportive of me it was it was wonderful and i would even go around to other businesses and you know, maybe like the running shoe store in Marion, or I would go to the Smoothie King and we would do Facebook Lives. I mean, we were doing a lot of fun things like that. Well, then when the pandemic hit, we obviously weren't, you know, going live. I wasn't doing um, in-person classes anymore. And so I had to get a little more creative and really rely on social media a lot more. And so that was good and bad. I mean, I love doing the in-person events, but it also helped me broaden my audience and really focus Um, on social media because that's all I had at the time. So really working through social media and my business has changed because I've been able to find my audience and I've really honed in on the skill, I think of, of really niching down and just getting to know who is the woman that wants to work with me? What are her pain points? and what is she experiencing and um so that's really helped my business and that's kind of my focus now is i've been able to you know when i started out i wanted to help everybody i wanted to help husbands and wives and grandmothers and college students and and now i really focus on um, the midlife gal that wants to lose fat she wants to feel better she wants to lose the inflammation she's struggling through menopause and um And so I I feel like my business has really grown because I've been able to to find that clear audience.
1: Yeah, I followed you and I've seen that Mm -hmm. and I think you do very, very well. And now you're not always in the same location. So Correct. that's different how you Absolutely. Probably
2: is. the, my favorite part about my job and, and being a business owner is that everything I do is virtual. You know, it's a digital fitness and nutrition program. So I'm coaching my clients from anywhere. You know, my husband and I were, went to Switzerland and I was still coaching my clients from Switzerland this mm-hmm. summer. It was an amazing trip, but i am still connected to my clients. And mm-hmm. if I go to Florida for parts of the winter, then I'm able to still you know maintain a connection to, with my clients and you know even going back to that uh, the pandemic i think what that did was for a lot of businesses it just accelerated that virtual uh, aspect of our of our business and it helped everybody get more comfortable with it real quick so because it was a digital fitness and nutrition program um, that kind of just accelerated that for even people in a small town that you think oh maybe they're not as you know, that tech savvy uh, person out there, they, I mean, I've got women in their 60s and 70s, and I've even had an 80 year old client that they figure it out, they know what it's like, they know how to get on a zoom, and they can work with me that way.
0: So you can work from anywhere. So are your clients primarily here? Do you have clients everywhere? Definitely
2: started out that I would say 90% of them when I first started were from Southern Illinois. I have little pockets of communities, you know, Marion. Uh, I've got a lot of clients over in Murphysboro, Carbondale area. And then as that word of mouth, I mean, that's the wonderful thing I will say about Southern Illinois. Um, the women have been so supportive, the clients that I've had of sharing it, word of mouth. So I can go on and on about the power of social media. But truly, when I first started, that just word of mouth, sister to sister, friend to friend, talking about, oh, this is what I've been doing. You should work with my coach, Jill, has been amazing. So because of social media, though, it has grown. And I have clients all over. I have clients in other countries. And I have clients just all throughout the states. Right.
1: And you had mentioned that you're a certified coach. Yes. Right. So did that put you on the path of maybe following a model of how to do this or has it pretty much much have learned as you go?
2: Sure. Well, the Faster Way, the company that I partner with, they have an amazing marketing um, team and for sure they give us a lot of great advice. And when you first get started, they really kind of hold your hand through that because it is very intimidating Mm -hmm. to get on camera and put your life out there on social media. It's not something that I'm still 100% comfortable with, but- um, You look like you are. (laughs) I've got, well, it's just been years in the making, you know, when I, I see you see those Facebook memories pop up and I see see some of my early on videos and it's a little cringy.
1: but that's that's just growth growth,
2: and um it's it's like i tell my clients it's progress over perfection you know we're never going to be perfect at anything we do but we put ourselves out there and we're just going to keep trying to strive to be better every day and that's what i've done and i always tell everybody it's just you know if there's new coaches that i'm talking to so the faster way does a lot of continuing education with coaches and not just on nutrition and fitness but on how to market your business. And I've talked to other coaches and I say, it's honestly, it's just consistency. It's the same thing I tell my clients about their um, journey and their health journey. It's just that consistency. It's nothing special. You don't have to be perfect, but it's just that daily showing up being consistent is what is going to get you success.
0: So I don't know, maybe the line is a little blurry and what you do as far as like how much time is coaching and how much time is marketing because so much yeah. of your stuff is online. But um, people may be wondering, like, what's your breakout of a normal week if there is one? Of yeah, time well, on it business? really
2: depends on where I am in the world and <laughs> with my traveling and what um how much pickleball I'm playing? <laughs> yeah. So that it's, it's a very, uh, I have to be consistent with showing up on social media for sure every day. Mm-hmm. So I would say that it's probably split 50-50 on the times that I'm spending on my business. Um, I Coaching my clients, talking to you know people that might want to be working with me. I spend a lot of time in my DMs, you know, the direct messages with people asking me questions or reaching out, um, talking to them. Last night, like for instance, I had a bunch of new clients that I spoke with at seven p.m. on a Zoom call. So, mm-hmm. I just try to make it all work into my schedule mm-hmm. and um, what's convenient for them. But I would say it's fifty-fifty on the marketing aspect and the actual coaching mm-hmm. aspect.
1: Okay, let's get on the pickleball since you yeah. mentioned pickleball. <laughs> so, how did you? get exposed to that. Oh my gosh. Is that part of
2: marketing too or? Well, it didn't start out that way, but I quickly realized that that is for sure um, a great avenue for me to reach more people um, in person, which is what I'm always looking for too. I mean, I feel like I can show up on social media, but you know, social media is hard because you're trying to make a 10 second video to get these people to know, like, and trust me Mm -hmm. and to know that I'm genuine and I'm really passionate about helping midlife women. And so when I'm meeting people face to face, I feel like they can get a better sense of who I am and what I represent. So pickleball started out, I think it was just during the pandemic and we just got into it. I mean, it was, we were looking for something to do my It was just the perfect timing where my kids were leaving the house and we had time on our hands um i found a group of teacher friends that were playing and i basically just inserted myself into their group i was like well you're going to love me <laughs> <laughs> when are you playing when are you playing and i just mm-hmm. kept asking and so they you know graciously let you know allowed me in their group and we were all the same level and we were all kind of coming up into the sport together mm-hmm. and we still play to this day um, several afternoons when they once they're all get off of work and so It's just such a fun game. There's such a sense of community within pickleball. And so you're obviously getting exercise. It's just such great brain, you know, health too, because... I mean, there's studies that show tennis players, those racket sports are the people that live the longest because it's not just running or swimming or biking. I mean, you have to use a lot of thought into the game. So Mm -hmm. uh, you're using a lot of brain cells, but you're getting the exercise and that sense of community is just so strong. And you could show up to any pickleball court and be able to meet people and they're very gracious. Mm
0: I want to back up because I think it's important for our business listeners. I love that you said um, know, like, and trust. Yes. Um, I feel like so many businesses, they know they need to be on social media platforms, but they're scared. And I think part of the fear is not having a theme or not having, like, a a consistent message. So is that something that you came up with? Is it kind of a faster way model? Like...
2: I would say it's a little bit of both but i mean i have a marketing background but i laugh because things change so rapidly that what i learned in school you know 1995 Mm -hmm. is hardly you know i'm not really using that i mean there's some principles of it but for sure the faster way has helped uh, me hone some of those skills but again it's just that repetition and then just figuring out what works and really speaking if i could say anything to uh, other business owners is that you have got to know who is your client and inside and out what is you know what do they like what are they doing how are they spending their time you know what are their favorite stores they like to shop in you know what are their just everything about your person and know your demographics so for me on like Instagram I can tell the change in my demographics. So I have a creator account, you can have a business account as well, but I have a creator account that allows me to see the analytics of who's following me, what's the age group. And that has changed over the years to my benefit, but I had to work for for that. So when I initially started out, I had a lot of young moms, you know, a lot of 30 year olds were following me. And, you know, as I've gotten older doing this, I think, well, you know, I, the, the 30 year old mom with little kids isn't relating to me playing pickleball for two hours in the morning in Florida, mm-hmm. you know, Right. I mean, that's, it's a totally different group, but. And I thought, well, my message is really getting muddled here because it's not, it's not hitting the right people. And so when I started speaking to the woman that I want to work with mm-hmm. and who I have stuff in common with, well, then I noticed over the past year how those analytics have changed mm-hmm. and I'm reaching the right people now. And then that's reflective in the number of followers that I've gained as well. So right. for sure, that's a big deal. And, and then the, it is vulnerable to put yourself out there. I can't overstate that enough. My husband is a my biggest cheerleader. He is always, you know, he understands that that's a lot and that it takes a lot of energy. And it, and it, you know, I, I never want people to think I'm just putting myself out there to just like look at me. You know, I really want the message to land that. I feel good and I want you to feel this good. Yeah. That's always the message. And yeah. and so every day is really encouraging, like, oh that was so good. I liked how you said this or you know, yeah. whatever. So that's really helpful too.
1: Can you talk a little bit more about learning the discipline of of narrowing down your focus to that audience? Because I, I, I hear entrepreneurs all the time, they know that's what they need to do. Scary.
2: It's so scary. <laughs> it's so, so scary. I can give you an example. Like I have a a coach friend that I mentor a little bit. She went through a really hard time with uh, her husband had had job issues. She lost her mother. They moved. She went through depression. She was really, really struggling. And and now she's kind of back getting back into the swing of things uh, with her coaching. And I said, you know, that's your audience right there I know it seems so niche down that you don't think that there's enough people out there to for this message to land but listen everybody's gone through job loss everybody has gone through moving everyone if they haven't they will experience loss of a loved one that's the most relatable experiences in life that you can have you need to speak to that woman that is you know suffering debilitating um, depression that feels like she can't get herself to one foot in front of the other, but she knows she needs to be taking care of herself. You speak to that woman to help her see the light at the end of the tunnel, that if she can put on those running shoes, if she can, you know, get a workout in, if she can fix one healthy meal, if even if it's just her first meal of the day, if she can get that one good meal in, um, speak to that person over and over and over again. Mm -hmm and there's millions of people out there that yeah. you know we think they're not. Um, same thing with me, you know, I'm speaking to an empty nester that's got time. She's looking for to meet more, you know, people. She's kind of feeling a little bit lost on like where am I what should I be doing? This is a whole new phase. My kids aren't here. What who's my you know, what's my identity now? It's like mm-hmm. so that is so so important. Yeah.
0: So, as your uh, target avatar <laughs> Having yes. just turned fifty, yeah. Um, I what's interesting is I can't remember what your post said, but I can remember my reaction, and it was a post that I heard as um, your little business, and someone maybe not um, bringing you up, but kind of putting a dig on, like that it didn't have mm-hmm. good value, and so I just love that you react to things in a very classy way and a very positive way and don't take it into the ditch so <laughs> is that natural or do you have to kind of work up to it and have a moment of venting and say i better not post until the morning <laughs>
2: <laughs> so i uh, yes i definitely take a breath social media can be especially tiktok you know tiktok I, i'll be honest tiktok i take a step back from just because of the time that you have to spend on it. Um, but it's, you can get some vicious comments out there from, you know, people, whether they're just doing it to just get a rise out of you, or it's truly just a bitter person out there that doesn't like seeing happy people, you know, but yeah, I've definitely had some, some hurtful comments and I have to just take a breath and I think about it in my mind. And then I always just try to go, well, that, you know, that person is, is unhappy in their life and they, my joy and my passion for what i'm doing isn't landing with them and i just usually block them and or i'll say something back like thanks for the feedback and move on you know but if it's something in my direct messages for sure i just you know block and and move on and but yeah it's you know you got to have thick shoulders i had three older brothers so i can handle you know (laughs) I can handle some digs.
0: Well, thank you for returning that serve because (laughs) I think it's important for our listeners to hear, too, that it's not all sunshine. Oh, for sure. That you're going to have those people and you have to find the capacity to to deal with it. So on the topic of platforms, one of my favorite things that you put out is your e-newsletter. Oh, thank you. Um, I think it's awesome. but. What do you see the best results from? What do you um, think, well, if I could cut that, I'd cut that?
2: <laughs> so the ease, like the newsletter part is a huge component of my business, so I'm glad you brought, brought that up because it's not just about social media, which I, you know, you can have hundreds of thousands of followers, but you have no rights or ownership of that, and that's important to know that. So you, you have these followers, great, but what if there's a glitch in Instagram you know for a week or a couple of days that that's huge for me that i'm not reaching those people well thank goodness i have over the years i've been smart enough to collect email addresses and get these people um in where it's something that i can have somewhat of ownership over and so every week i try to nurture these people with recipes or workouts or just ideas fashion whatever i think might be interesting to someone like you and i you know and so i use um, i use FlowDesk. that's the application that i use for my email it's very user friendly i'm telling you if i you know i'm learning all these things at post 40 years old and so it's I laugh about it, <laughs> but I'm also pretty proud of myself. I have to go, you know what, this is good that I'm learning all these new things, how I learned how to use Canva and I learned how to do all these, you know, nuances of editing videos and learning how to edit a podcast. That's all stuff that I think this is good for me to keep learning new stuff. I get that from my mom, by the way. She's 86. I hope she doesn't mind me saying and she likes, she still wants to learn. She's like, as soon as you stop learning new things, you're you're gonna get old. So, <laughs> yeah. so learning all these new things, um, it can feel intimidating in the beginning. But just keep at it. Thank goodness for YouTube and you know Google. That's our best friends. And if you're a small business owner, so you, you know, I use that every week and um, try to make it pretty and aesthetically pleasing for my followers, and just give them messages of hope, of messages of encouragement, messages of you can do this, and here's how simple, simple recipe ideas, I think is the number one thing that my clients want from me. And that's what I usually try to do on repeat.
0: Love it.
1: Yeah, that continuing to learn is, that's a gem. I mean, there's no doubt your mom gave you a great advice and modeling too.
2: Absolutely, for um, sure.
1: What is another challenge that you've had in your business where you've overcome it and you've, you've learned from it, or you maybe didn't overcome it and you learned from it too?
2: Well, that's a great question. And I think I think it is the dreaded imposter syndrome would be the challenge that I've experienced. And I still think I experience it probably on a weekly basis that you just kind of have to keep pushing it away. And I know I have the knowledge. I I do. I know I have the knowledge. I have a fitness background. My nutrition knowledge is spot on. But there's still a part of me that's like, "Mm, but I'm not technically a registered dietitian, or I'm not, and I'm like, I don't need to be like, I know these things in and out. And I think, oh, but I'm not the, you know, I probably have a few more body fat percentages than this person does. And it's like, get that out of your head. So I do battle that. And it's just the constant telling myself that, you know what, I do know what I'm talking about. And I'm not the person for If someone's wanting to compete in a bodybuilding or a bikini competition, I'm not their coach. I'm the coach for the gal that wants to wake up with so much energy to thrive through her day, to be happy, to enjoy time with friends, to go out to dinner, to have a couple of drinks on the weekends. Like that's my gal. And I relate to her and I can help her feel the best that she can. So I have to constantly go back to, okay, what is your why? And like, and know that you do know what you're talking about, and the kind of person I want to work with, like, I can help her.
1: Yeah, that's excellent. Entrepreneurs have that balance. We all have that balance between self doubt. Mm -hmm. But the self-doubt helps us learn more that you've already mentioned is that you're eager to learn more, but then confidence too. And it's almost like back and forth. Confidence is
2: tough. You know, I was talking about this recently on social media. I had a photo shoot. You know, I do a lot of things for my newsletters or website or whatever Uh, in my social media. I need pictures. And it's one of my most dreaded things that I do. And I don't know what it is, but women especially, we are great at taking photos. I will take the most amazing photos of you guys. I will do everything I can. But, you know, you think about, I was asking the, my followers, I'm like, when's the last time you had a photo shoot that was just you? You're the only person in it. And I guarantee you, it was probably like their wedding, you know, yeah. <laughs> or maybe when they were pregnant, you know, and you've got all the good hormones going for you and you're feeling good. I mean, it's as in a, a, you know, almost 50 year old woman, it's like that is still uncomfortable for me to do. And I, it's so ridiculous. But you know, we're very critical of ourselves. And sure. I, I still feel that, you know, uh-huh. even though I mean, I'm promoting everyone, I want you to feel confident, I want you to have the energy, I want you to be healthy for you and your family. But yeah, we all have our little yeah. issues that yeah. we battle.
1: But that builds trust too, showing sure. that you're real. Mm-hmm. You've got, you know, still got your own issues. Yes, Exactly. And it's amazing that you're able to not just be an image that seems kind of plastic, but but just be a real person. Right.
2: right? Well, you know, we're talking about podcasting earlier. That's kind of why I started the podcast was because I want people to get to know me. And it's not like not just that 10 second Instagram video of showing the highlights and everything. And so I feel like it's a deeper dive on what I can talk about. I love the platform. Like, I love this platform so much because you can really dive deeper on the topics of women's health, wellness, fitness, mindset, what it's like to be an empty nester, things I'm feeling. Um, And so it's a great resource for people that maybe they haven't found me on um, Pep Talk and Pickleball, but maybe, you know, they saw me on social media and they're like, oh, she's I can relate to her and then I can send them to some of those podcast episodes that really you know help them get to know me even more
0: well i feel like your brand is recognizing you do you want to tell us a little bit about how you um have become a part of their videos and- oh
2: yeah so in the faster way i do um they ask me i'm a bar instructor i teach locally at aspire yoga studio by the way okay. and um so they recognize that i teach you know bar i'm a bar instructor and so they i go down to the faster way is based out of Uh, Clearwater Florida so I go down there and I film several times a year for the app our app has you know 100,000 people on it that are doing the workouts and so get on there and they see can see me doing the leading the bar workouts which is really fun and then I also have done some photo shoots with them as well so it's very flattering and it's it's nice to be recognized for sure yeah great
0: um so obviously we are in a time in a world of shortcuts surgery shots all these things. How do you stay the course?
2: Yes. Well, I really have to go back to my why, which is I want women to feel amazing and have the energy. That's a big part of what I'm pushing is that to have that energy that they need to not just get through a day, get through a workout, but like to thrive through it. And I know that what that takes is eating whole food nutrition. And to fuel your body and so to get women to change that mindset of constant this diet culture i always call it the toxic diet culture that we've grown up with i mean we've literally been through every ridiculous diet and then we've seen all the low carb all the low fat i mean we were in high school during low fat everything and i mean what happened to america we got really fat you know so there's always going to be the next great shiny thing that's going to come along but nothing will replace just whole food nutrition just eating less processed stuff you know americans got into processed foods thinking this was really helpful for us um it's a time saver but it's really hurting us and it's causing it so much inflammation in our bodies so it doesn't matter you can do the shots you can do the pills you can do whatever but if you're not fuel like food is your medicine. And if you're not fueling your body with the appropriate, the right stuff, the healthy whole foods, you're never going to thrive through your days. And so that's really what I always go back to. And so I just stay the course with that message. And I can see the difference. Clients can feel the difference within a couple of weeks of reducing that processed foods. They're suddenly a lot of inflammation has gone, their joints feel better, their skin looks better, even their hair is, you know, getting thicker. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. So all those other shortcuts are never going to get them there. And I know that.
1: I just have one more question. What does the future hold for your business?
2: Well, the sky's the limits, really, I feel like I'm just at turning 50 this year, and I really feel like I'm just hitting my stride, honestly, with mm-hmm. my job. And um, it's become, I hate to even say job because it's just kind of a part of who I am at this point. And I just feel like I want to keep just getting into as many women's homes as I can. The big thing for me that, that also keeps me going is that I know when I can change a, a woman's life, a mom's life, that the ripple effect is mm-hmm. so enormous. And... That really fuels me. And so if you think about a mom, if you can change her health and if you can get her eating more whole foods, then that's going to change her children's lives. That's going to change her significant other's life. That could possibly change her mother or her sister's life, her coworkers' lives. You know, women don't realize what influencers they are in their own circle. And so they truly are. And so when you change a woman's life, the ripple effect is huge and it could be generational. So for me, it's just. I, I get really excited thinking about that. And I, so I always think, man, the sky's the limit. So I feel like I'm kind of just getting started.
0: And that's probably the hardest part for your avatar <laughs> is um, we've been taught to put the oxygen mask on our kids yes. or whoever first and treat ourselves last. But you're right. The ripple effect is definitely, definitely there. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I, I Go ahead.
1: How do people find you, Jill?
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) So on Instagram, really easy. I'm at Jill B. Lewis. And you can find me there. You can find me on TikTok at Jill Lewis Living. I'm on Facebook at Jill Lewis Living. You can, um, my website is also Jill Lewis Living. So a lot of places. But mostly I think Instagram would be the best place to start. Okay, great.
0: I just want to make sure that we give you the floor for everything we kind of gave you some pre-prep questions so are there things that you came here like i want to make sure i get that in that we haven't talked about
2: no i don't think so i really just my message is always um with well there's twofold one with working with clients it's that and if you're somebody out there that hasn't worked with me and that you're struggling um with getting older and you feel like menopause is really hurt you know. Like You're feeling inflamed. You're feeling like you're not sleeping. You feel like you are gained weight and you're frustrated. Um, there is hope. You're not too old. It's never too late to start. That's number one. Um, number two, with other people in, in small business owners, I just cannot state enough about knowing your audience and who you're speaking to and just be consistent. Social media is great. It is the sky's the limit. But you have to show up consistently and talk to your audience. So you gotta know who it is that you're talking to and speak to that person almost on the daily.
0: Awesome. Great, great advice. We sure. appreciate it very much. Yeah. Good.
1: Jill Lewis, thank you very, very thank much. Thank you for, for having us. me.
2: Appreciate it, guys. Yeah.
1: Well, thank everyone for joining us for the small town big business podcast, our faithful watchers and listeners, and thank you to our sponsors for supporting us. Again, thank you to Arcadia Wealth Group fowler heating and cooling black diamond harley davidson and rv swinford media group watermark auto group foundation union street arts and of course luke o'neill our fantastic podcast producer at union street arts if you want to know more about ethos the small business incubator co-working spaces training and development center you can contact me russell williams at russell at watermarkethos.org or find us on facebook at ethos at the citadel on tower square plaza
0: and as I mentioned, you can find Small Town Big Business on your favorite platform. Please remember to hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss a single episode. If you like what we're doing, please share our episodes with friends that might like it. The other thing you can do to help us out is rate and review us. It helps us uh, get more followers. So again, podbean.com. Spotify, Apple, all the platforms plus YouTube. Don't forget to hit subscribe. We appreciate you taking time to listen to us and hope that you learn something new. Um, And with that, I'm Jennifer Olson, Director of Business Development for the City of Marion. The best place to find all my contact information is on LinkedIn, just add a 618 after my name. And if you're in Marion, you can find us at the new City Hall which is 350 Tower Square Plaza, formerly First Southern, formerly, formerly Bank of Marion. And thank you for spending time with
1: us. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Nail
0: it.
2: Now we get to be weird. Now we get to be weird.
0: (laughs)